5: The land of the brave The U.S.
6: How's it going? Welcome to Cut the Crap. Hey, do me a finger. Do me a finger. Yeah, I flubbed that, but it actually sounded good. Do me a favor. I know you want to give the system this finger. Give them this finger instead. Hey, maybe that's how I can do a word economy of words. Do me a finger. That's it. From now on, I'm just going to say, guys, do me a finger. And you know what to do. Anyway, folks, welcome to the program. We're going to have some fun, educational fun, in this program. It's going to be a little bit different. Yep, do me a finger. Do me a finger. (laughs) Craig says, I'll do you too. How does that go? Anyway, I don't remember all the... (laughs) Hey, Joe, how's it going? Anyway, folks, this is going to be a heavy dose of education. A heavy dose of education. A heavy dose of clarity. And by the way, as soon as I hop off the air here, I'm going to hop over to my locals, and we're going to continue the discussion. Now, in case if you don't follow me for any reason in Locals, you should. Let me tell you how you find it. If you're on Rumble, it's very easy. See that little red over? Just click that red oval, and it will drop you into my Locals. It's just like any other social media, folks, just like any other social media. But if you want to support my work, and get all the special reports and everything else that goes with it from coming behind the scene, then you can do that too. And that's just jovonhuttonpulitzer.locals.com, locals.com. I posted a legal document there because one of the things we're going to talk about is this mystery fellow, Dennis Montgomery. You've heard that name, Dennis Montgomery. And we're going to talk about a little bit about his background and what do we know, et cetera, what's going on. So I dropped that over there, and that's what we're going to talk about on Locals. Uh, so there are, just so you know, there is documents and stuff that, that go along with today's program. Speaking of today's program, I, I want to talk to you about a few things, if I can. One, I don't know, can you tell that I'm dropping weight? Do I look prettier? uh it's because one of the great sponsors of the program and something i'm doing it's lean very simple i've never tried a product that was basically a capsule or anything else that is designed to uh help you lose weight but damn it i'm at that middle age crap now and it's not so damn easy you know what i mean i freaking look at a pizza and i gain weight i swell up you know what i mean uh well In this business, you know, there comes a lot of stress. We're all under stress. Who isn't? But what you need to know is it may be stress why you can't lose weight. So if you have moderate to high stress, and who the freak doesn't these days, right? If you have moderate to high stress, a doctor formulated weight loss supplement called Lean could be your solution. See, chronic stress wreaks havoc on blood sugar which can cause your body to store excess fat. Yes, I've got a whole closet of luggage. See, stress slows your metabolism, which fuels weight gain. And you know all about stress eating and sugar cravings. I sure do, right? Although, for many years, I was just on the seafood diet. It worked. Every time I saw food, I just ate. And I'm paying for it because I'm a stress eater. But now there's good news, right? Now there's good news. The studied ingredients in lean have been shown to help maintain healthy blood sugar levels, help optimize metabolism, and keep your appetite under control. So if your life is a bit stressful and you want to lose weight, add lean to your healthy diet and exercise lifestyle. You'll get 15% off plus free shipping. Take lean.com and enter JOVAN15. That's your promo code, JOVAN15. It reminds you it's me, and you're going to get the 15% off. That's promo code JOVAN15 at TakeLean.com, TakeLean.com. By the way, the statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. The product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease, and is not a substitute for alternative for care from a mental, well, I shouldn't say mental health provider, but a healthcare provider But it is absolutely guaranteed that if you lose the weight and get fit, it will piss off your ex. So visit TakeLean.com for 15% off and free shipping. That's your promo code, JOVAN15. Yep, you should try it out. By the way, speaking of health and taking care of your health, which is, I think, something all of us have to pay attention to. Here's kind of a little bit of a scary one. I worry about now, I worry about now, Now, this may, may be just me, I don't know about you, but I worry about that if I went to the hospital again, and they recognized who I am, that I'm conservative, whatever stuff, right? I don't think I'd make it out of the hospital. I'm not sure I truly trust our medical system anymore, and it kind of bugs me. So you kind of have to think prophylactically. So here's what you need to think about, you know, staying healthy, especially if you're on the go, you can never be too prepared. So whether you're a frequent traveler a remote worker or an avid outdoorsman like me, basically anyone with a pulse. The wellness company's travel emergency kit is going to be your new best friend. You need to kind of uh, think of these things in life. It comes in a little kit just like this. Very convenient. Throw in your pack, throw in your truck, throw in your car. It doesn't matter what it is, right? These kits, they have different kinds of kits. Uh, here's, when you're thinking about the travel kit, some of the things that come in it, it contains all kinds of things, six prescription medications, and then over-the-counter meds and a comprehensive guidebook and critical medical supplies, everything you need if you're going to be on the road, with a team of renowned medical professionals, including Dr. Peter McCullough, you've heard that, and Drew Penske, standing behind every kit, you know that you're in trusted hands no matter where life takes you. Don't leave anything to chance. Not at all. Don't leave anything to chance. Head over to twchealth slash Dovon. And order your travel emergency kit today. That's twc.health forward slash Jovan. And use your promo code, which is Jovan, for an exclusive 10% off at checkout. Your health and your journey matter. Travel smart. Travel smart. Travel prepared. By the way, the kits are only available in the U.S. And speaking of being prepared, last one here before I get started you need to be worried about your money because these rat bastards, and that's what they are. They're going to force you into any and everything, whether you like it or not. Well, behaviors are going to have to change. And this is one thing we're going to, we're asking companies. You have to force behaviors and at BlackRock, we are forcing behaviors. Yeah, you better believe these guys, these rat bastards force behaviors. Now, right now we don't know what the future holds. Today's program might freak you out a little bit. And you might be thinking, oh, my God, how do I take care of myself? So maybe you do what I do when you're worried about your money. Buy a little bit of precious metals like gold and silver, just a percentage of my overall savings, but enough to give me peace of mind. And that's why I partner with Gold Co. They've been with me for a long while. But now I have something I can give you that I think you'll love. Go to jovanlovesgold.com to get your free gold and silver kit, which shows how to get into precious metals, tax-free and penalty-free. It just educates you. And by the way, even if your money's tied up in a retirement account, like an IRA or 401k, you can do it. No penalties, no nothing. And by the way, you may already qualify for up to $10,000 in free silver. You've seen the writing on the wall. Go to jovanlovesgold.com to get your free gold and silver kit, because this is about taking back control of our privacy and our freedom. Now, I cannot predict the future, but I can certainly prepare for it. And you should be prepared for it, too. And at the very least, you should be educated about your choices. So take action, defend your freedom, your privacy and your future. Go to jovanlovesgold.com to get your free 2024 gold and silver kit. It's just one of those things you have to prepare for folks. Anyway, today's program is going to be a very interesting one. You may want to take notes. You certainly want to share this. Um, I'm going to do it a little bit differently because I don't know how this is going to go, right? I kind of put out the call for angry trolls. Isn't that a like a cellular mobile-based game or something like that? I think so. Isn't it uh, angry? Oh, it's Angry Birds. What am I saying? Okay, well, same thing, I guess. Angry is angry is angry is angry. I've got something for you here. I want you, if you got a bone to pick with me, or you just want to pick my bone, right? you got a bone to pick with me. You want to talk about it? I think it's all about talking in the open, right? Maybe it's somebody who thinks the Arizona audit and the kinematic artifact detection was a grift. Well, expose me. Posers and pontificators or leftists, you think I'm a leftist posing as the right? Or if you're any of my loony bin buddies, because, you know, I live in an insane asylum. It's called Arkham. Maybe you've seen it. Maybe you think I'm a fed boy. You have a, you know, kind of a homoerotic thing for me. That's fine. Or I'm fed boys. Or maybe you think I'm a Mossad agent. Maybe you think I'm a gypsy and not a Jew. Well, come on and cook my goose and burn my buns and light me up. Ask me anything on steroids. And while we're getting to ask me anything on steroids, I'm going to do a little bit of education. So you can look across your platforms. And if y'all want to share it in other platforms, you know, wherever you are, in my program, I've got a link for you, but the rules are very simple. You got to accept the link. You got to come on. You got to be on your camera and audio so we can see you and talk to you. And I love you long time. Maybe you want to talk about rumors before I get into education. I'm just going to watch the screen, but I'm about to head into education. But you know, rumors run wild. Right? Rumors in this election business run wild and people get it wrong all the time. And if you want to talk to a Mossad fed boy like me, then then come on. But you got to make up your mind. I'm either Mossad or I'm either a leftist or I'm either a Fed boy or I'm either a gypsy or I'm either a grift or whatever. Come on and talk about me. And let's just kind of, you know, talking is what we've got to get back to. So I want to lead by example. Right. And I want to clear these up because sometimes these rumors get mashed together. You remember the rumor about President Trump peeing on Russian prostitutes? Stupid, stupid. Right. People are so confused. That was me. That was not President Trump. But I can own up to it. Anyway, if you want to do that... (laughs) Come on. Anyway, we're going to get started. It's going to be a fun ride, and you're going to learn. You're going to learn. And if you heard it from a friend... Who told it to a friend who... Told it to a friend who heard it from another that you're a posing clown anyway you can come on on and we can do it okay so <laughs> get ready we're gonna have some fun and we're gonna do some education folks
1: here we go cut the crap how many times a day do you want to say that to politicians the elite the loony liberals the fake news media In the gender-confused, emotional socialist snowflake crowd, Cut the Crap is your secret weapon for fighting for our freedoms and our great republic. It all begins with a massive mental enema, freeing you from the toxic news and politically correct views which constipate your consciousness with stinking thinking. Your host, Joe Von Hutton Pulitzer, he's known for calling out politicians and telling them to cut the crap. You've seen him on virtually every television network and listened to on Coast to Coast Radio. And now he's here to help you learn to fight for America. Culture, race, and American politics, they all have one thing in common. They all need to cut the crap. Now, here's your host, Joe Von Hutton Pulitzer.
6: Hey there, folks. Welcome to Cut the Crap. What a name for a program, and what a business to be in, because I'm telling you, this stuff about election, anything, is a crap thing, is a total, 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 total crap thing. But see, crap stands for culture, race, and American politics. We're going to do some teaching regarding disinformation, misinformation, wonky information, information about oatmeal, information from professors, just information in general and whether the information is good or not and can we trust it. Now, I'm going to do this in a teaching moment. And why I'm going to do it in a teaching moment is because there's a lot of chaos going on in the industry. I told you it was going to kind of be this way, right? I told you, I told you, I told you, it was going to be this way, and I'm going to use this CPAC 2024 three-day live coverage where Mike Lindell was, and it's going to kind of be our jumping off point, point. and we're going to talk about fact, fiction, whatever there is, and by the way, Mar- Mark, today is a monumental day. I owned up to it. I was the one peeing on Russian prostitutes, not President Trump, um, Rona McDaniel, I, I hear just resigned. Am I saying that right? That she just resigned her resignation and she's gone? Don't know. She's gone? <sighs> okay. We're going to talk about all kinds of different things that are, that are going on. And, and, and part of it's going to be the machines, what's real, what's not, etc. You may have seen this before. On election day
7: in a precinct, are your machines hooked up to the Internet?
6: No, not by, not by any stretch.
8: We go through a number of uh, certifications, government certifications, and, and the first one is at a federal level. So those standards mandate that election systems, such as ours, are designed to work in a closed system, air-gapped,
6: no internet. Okay. I want you to, again, words matter. Do you agree words matter? Your... Uh... Machines aren't supposed to be connected to the internet. Listen to the words, your machines.
7: On election day in a precinct, are your machines hooked up to the internet?
6: So as they talk to companies like Dominion, are their machines hooked up to the internet? Go ahead and give me an answer in chat. I want to see if you've been following along. Are their machines hooked up to the Internet? Well, you're right when you say no. You're right when you say yes. We're going to talk about that day because you got to remember they're not their machines. They only have programs. You got to remember this. They're not their machines. In fact, they're the county's machines. And so we're going to go through all this because. The amount of confusion and intentional rumor mill and confusion they do on this is nuts a palooza. One more time.
7: On election day in a precinct, are your machines hooked up to the internet?
6: No, not by, not by any
8: stretch. We go through a number of uh, certifications, government certifications, and, and the first one is at a federal level. So those standards mandate that election systems, such as ours, are designed to work in a closed system, air-gapped, no internet.
6: Okay, so you had a few things there. Anderson Cooper said your machines instantly let them off the hook because they're technically not their machines. But then he jumped to, well, we, we work by federal certification, whatever. And then I've also taught you that the federal certification is what, folks? What's the key word in the federal certification on all of this? What is the key word when it comes to our federal systems? Tom's air gap. He's kind of like, uh, what's her name? Maxine Waters. True air gap. If you were to look in her left ear, you see all the way through to her right ears. Whew, totally air gap. And yes, you do know what's going on because you know, you know, you know, you know, you know, all of the election systems are what? Voluntary. All of the standards are voluntary. Guys, you've learned. And that's why this is so important. We're going to learn more today, and we're going to kind of dissect this. And here's kind of what brought this to the point. By the way, I'm waiting for uh, all of my buds putting my call out to any of my gypsy or Jewish or Mossad or leftist or loony bin or grifter brethren. Come cook my goose. Come burn my buns. Light me up expose me. I've always learned when people dodge questions and don't answer, it's because they're the ones full of crap. That's what I've always learned. If you can't sit there and take the direct questions, you're probably the one that's full of crap, right? And so, but I'm going to use this full of crap time to have some of that crap that's stuck in your cranium leak out of your ears. I like the rumors, though. I have found out so much about me that I did not know. It's it's amazing what I find out about myself when I read some of these things. I love the rumors. I find out so much about me that I did not know. It's like the guys in middle school, in the locker room in football, used to call me tuna can I won't tell you why it takes too long But here's what happened in South Carolina that brought this back up.
4: Good morning. We're at Satchel Ford Elementary here in Columbia, South Carolina. Polls opened at 7 o'clock this morning, and I'm already hearing from voters that there could be some suspicion around the way they're able to cast their ballots. I actually was just speaking with one gentleman who just finished casting his ballot, came out to us and explained exactly what is going on inside. Could you break that down for us, what you told me?
9: I'd be happy to. My name's Tony Burks and uh, I've lived here in the neighborhood 37 years, always voted here, and i submitted my ballot, it's a paper ballot, into the scanner, got an error, poll worker comes over, says that I'm gonna have to fold it and slide it in another slot. that looked kinda like a trash can and said they didn't have internet. So I walked out scratching my head and there were a number of other voters they were just as confused as I was.
4: So no one was able to correctly do it? Right. And it's interesting because we both have internet out here.
9: Absolutely, no problem.
4: And no one was able to tell you anything?
9: I just asked what's going on He said, well, we can't get internet, so you're just gonna have to put your ballot in here and it'll be hand counted. Very uh, uh, unusual at best.
4: Yeah. Now, did they say that they're going to fix this internet problem?
9: Um, I don't recall us having any conversation related to that. I just assumed that they would, but it it might be interesting for you to ask some other voters if it's still going on, but there were about five, five voters that came out at the same time. Like what the heck, you know?
4: Well, Hey, thank you so much you for letting us know. And we will have course.
6: So a few little things just to decode in there. Number one, you might've picked up connected to the internet. Set that aside for a minute. This is in South Carolina. Nikki Haley had her best showing there. Still got her butt whomped, but still had her best showing. That's number one. Number two, you heard, well, we can't do your ballot. So you just got to put it in this little trash can thing here. Just drop it here and we'll count it later. Where did you hear that? 2022 Arizona. Slot number three. The bonus hole. Yes, yeah, slot number three, right? And so this has been around for a while. And what this is, is a repurposing of the hack. Now, there's no reason that the scanner can't scan at all. They could say that the poll pads, they can't verify you're a voter. But then again, they wouldn't take your vote if they can't verify it. So see, this is a delay tactic. But words matter. Words matter. And that's what we're going to do is we're going to dive deep into these words. We're going to unpack this. What does this stuff mean? And where we're going to start is we're going to start with Mike Lindell. And just so you know, Mike Lindell is a great American hero. A study in schools should be done about Mike Lindell and patriotism and being willing to put it all on the line. Mike Lindell is a great American hero that has spent tons of money, possibly to the point of being bankrupt, right? To do what he felt best for this country. So this is not about Mike Lindell per se at all. We're just going to kind of analyze words and we're going to see if we're making headway on all of this mess. Here we go to learn, by the way. What's wrong, guys? Do you not love me anymore when I'm willing to invite you into my kitchen to come cook my goose, burn my buns, and light me up? Come on, you call me a boy, B O I, anyway. Come on. But I didn't think there would anyway. But I'm going to keep my doors open, not in the way that sounds, but you understand what I'm saying. Let's go.
3: Thank you, everybody. Uh, Turn off the cameras now, I'm gonna talk about machines. (laughs) Um, You know, uh, I'm gonna go through this pretty fast because I I wanna give you guys a lot of hope here. Uh, Three years ago, over three years ago now, when I first got evidence from a, a guy that worked for the government named Dennis Montgomery, cyber evidence, from that time on, I was attacked, censored, lawfare, everything and why because they want to keep these electronic voting machines
6: okay so we're going to take that first part mike has uh talked about what got him in this what made him um jump into this was a fellow by the name of dennis montgomery you may or may not have ever seen a photo of dennis montgomery he supposedly is an ex uh, NSA or CIA asset in, in some form or fashion. Now, although I myself have never met Dennis Montgomery, have never talked to Dennis Montgomery, okay? I can tell you that when Mike was filming his original, Uh, and any of you, by the way, Hey guys, you know, good idea. If you want people to come on the program and discuss these things, or you want people to come on there on the program and, uh, you know, that it's up to you, but if you want to have those come on and massage me and fed boy, love me, you know, whatever the case may be, you're welcome to send out to them, the link, you're welcome to send the link to them. Okay. So have at it, do it, whatever. Anyway. When Mike was filming the initial documentary, and many of us were there. I was invited. I was there. And I thought it was kind of weird during the production that there was this voice on a mobile phone. And that was uh, this lady by the name of Mary Fanning, who I haven't met. One other time, she might have been on a call, but it kind of made me a little bit uneasy going, why is somebody listening on the other end of the phone and directing Mike? Because even though it was Mike's documentary, it was actually being directed by Mary Fanning. And we're going to go into that because what what we want to talk about and and what I want to kind of unpack is we've got to... uh, understand who is this Dennis Montgomery fellow fellow. And I'm going to kind of read a little part of that um, just so you understand, because I think it's important that you have some of his background. Now, remember, there is no truth in the news and there is no news in the truth. You have to understand that. The media can just say without impugn whatever they want to do. A lot of it they did the changeover, truly getting ready for Trump, you know, Obama going out, Trump or whatever coming in. But we're going to be able to go a little bit further back in time, right, Um, to discuss it. Because, like, who is this man? So I think it's important you know this man. He was born July 9th, 1953. I'm reading from Wiki, but this doesn't necessarily mean it's whatever, right? It says he's an American software designer, former medical technician, who sold computers to federal officials, and he claimed that he could decode secret Al-Qaeda messages hidden in Al Jazeera broadcast, and he could identify terrorists based on Predator drone videos. A 2010 Playboy investigation called Montgomery the man who conned the Pentagon Saying he won millions in federal contracts for his supposed terrorist-exposing intelligence software, and the software was later reported to have been an elaborate hoax. And Montgomery's former lawyer called him a con artist and a habitual liar, engaging in fraud. By the way, in 1998, he founded something called Etrepid Technologies. Uh, to develop uh, video compression noise filtering software for the gaming and casino industries. They evolved their offerings into military uh, applications in 2004. He won a no bid contract with the department of defense. No bid is a key there. It means it kind of had somebody on the inside following a dispute over the ownership of the software. Montgomery was separated from uh, E. Trepid in two thousand six, he formed a new venture, Uh, originally something called UpSpring, and the venture was later named Blixware, B-L-X-W-A-R-E. He had the title of chief scientist. It dissolved in two thousand nine. Okay. The contract, the no bid contract in two thousand four, was a thirty million dollar no bid contract with United States Special Operations Command. Okay. Uh, that's it. Now, there's all kinds of stuff in here, um, you know, national, public, radio, whatever the case may be, okay? Um, but something kind of triggered a false terror alert, which grounded international flights uh, at some time. And so in 2006, they opened a Federal Bureau of Investigation uh, Air Force into uh, this fellow, they open a espionage and theft of intellectual property investigation into Montgomery. That's it. Blah, 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 blah. It's just kind of all this other stuff, but it, it happens. Uh, sometimes there was some uh, bribery stuff. He was connected to Sheriff jo- Joe pio Remember Sheriff Joe in Maricopa, county arizona and uh he was supposedly providing data that proved something was wrong or up or whatever um and it was part of potentially what took Arapayo down because you saw him disappear so we're going to kind of unpack it a little bit i'm telling you do your own freaking homework do your own damn homework i'm not here to do your homework i'm here to basically show you some of these things and ask you to connect the dots and use your own thing and so at at the foundation of it all just like you heard mike say is this fellow joe montgomery that's it i mean yeah dennis montgomery i'm sorry okay that's it now what's really interesting is sheriff arapayo had a had a really big issue with Dennis Montgomery after working with Dennis Montgomery. Who knows? I don't know. You don't know. None of us know. You do your own homework, but we know we live in a time where the press uh, can or cannot be trusted. There was a big Reuters story, the man behind Trump World's myth of rigged voting machines, right? Some of the things you need to know in the background, Arapaio said, he's a con man, he cons everyone, he conned two presidents, blah, 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 blah. Uh, he got uh, maybe Arapaio or whatever in trouble saying that he hired him, Montgomery's claim was he hired him to hack into databases and websites to help them prove their beliefs about President Obama's ancestry and birth information. This one kind of stumps me, I get, uh, uh, stumps me a bit. If you go back and look at Arapaio's agreement, it was possibly Montgomery. Possibly Montgomery says, hey, look, I can prove that Obama is not a uh, actual American. You've all, all heard this, right? And so, as I understand it, Arapayo put him on a $10,000 a month salary, paid him for two years, because Montgomery, as I understand it, was saying, we know Obama's not real and legit. He's from a different country. When all this stuff came down, right? Arapaho says, look, this guy Montgomery just strung us along all the time. He just keep kept stringing us along, telling us he'd give us the information, he'd give us the information, he'd give us information, but he keeps uh, squeezing money out of me. And then when it got to the end of it, right, uh, seems that Montgomery quite possibly flipped the script and said, well, the sheriff uh, county, they hired him to hack into databases to help them prove their beliefs about Obama, President Obama's ancestry and birth information, which is kind of odd. That was the information he came to them at first with, and then he says, no, it was their fault. They were trying to get me to find it. Really, really, really aw- odd. At many times, um, this Montgomery uh, has been at issue, right? Uh, there's all kinds of stuff out there. You can read it on your own. Just do your own damn homework. That's it. Because all of this is about doing your homework. Um, so that's it, right? Period. That's it. That so that's all I can give you on this Montgomery fellow. Wikipedia means nothing. He's from Mena, Arkansas, or any of that, et cetera. I'll give you a little more background on it, uh, just so you understand, because it's so confusing, right? And that's one of the things they do in this business, folks. Um, it's kind of hard thinking or understanding. It, it's just so confusing. And so this stuff of vote-flipping, now that's a key word. This stuff of vote flipping comes from Dennis Montgomery. Okay, it it comes from him. And so, as I understand it, they, uh, you know, he says he's a computer scientist. He says he's a, a tech guy, and he says uh, described described himself as a former CIA intelligence agency person i I don't find many people that say they were former CIA operatives that were really former CIA operators, but I don't know. And so what happens is Montgomery says that he built a supercomputer that the u s government used as a surveillance tool, okay? and supposedly could manipulate election results, okay? And so he It ta- came out and he says, hey, this is where you heard uh, hammer and scorecard, okay? Flipping votes, flipping votes, machines, flipping votes, flipping votes, flipping votes, okay? And so all of this stems from, evidently it was Brannon... Brandon Brannon House, who you saw on Frank's speech, Brannon introduced Mike Lindell to uh, Mary Fanning. That's how Mike got to Mary Fanning, and Mary Fanning introduced Mike to Dennis Montgomery. Okay, that's kind of where that's kind of where all this comes. Okay. There you go. That's that's the background of it. So let's go back to Mike and let's kind of dive into some of these facts. You've got to look at every bit of this for yourself. Now we're just going to do a little bit of checking of, hey, Mike's on a mission to get this fixed. Mike needs help in some other states. We're going to talk about that. But it's very important to understand where do you put your efforts? Where do you not put your efforts? Let's go to Mike back again.
3: Thank you, everybody. Uh, Turn off the cameras, now I'm gonna talk about machines. (laughs) Um, You know, um, I'm gonna go through this pretty fast because I I wanna give you guys a lot of hope here. Uh, Three years ago, over three years ago now, when I first got evidence from a, a guy that worked for the government named Dennis Montgomery, cyber evidence, from that time on, I was attacked, censored, lawfare, everything and why because they want to keep these electronic voting machines and um, we came to be one of the things that surprised me the most was as we over the last three years the first year all of a sudden uh, we found out something about cast vote records that come right out of the machines and this is like if you miss a football game it shows the order the votes came in so if you had a football game and you've seen a replay and it was ten to ten in the second quarter all of a sudden the third quarter it's ten to seven you're going that's weird. Well, we, we did a call out I did for my team to get the cast vote records under the Freedom of Information Act. We got one third of the United States in 2020, in the 2020 election. And of those cast vote records, one or 100 percent of them were computer manipulated.
6: OK, so let's let's kind of go through this. There's three thousand eight hundred counties in the United States of America, you remember Mike um, put up, okay, the the call to get cast vote records, and he says he got a third of the precincts, let's just call it, what would that be, 1,200, they got 1,200 precincts to send their cast vote records, Now, the um, the analogy that Mike used, imagine you can use cast vote records to uh, look at and it replays the game. It's like replay. Great analogy. And, you know, the the game was 10 to whatever, he says. But then when you go back and look at it, it's 10 to seven. So I want to set a few things straight. The only way you can tell what happened between the ballot And the end of the election is to have the pre-images and the post-images. Now, what does that mean? When that ballot goes into a machine, scanning it, it creates the original image. It's really cheap, dirty, low quality. But you technically see a visual image of the ballot. Then there's something in between. Now what's in between okay um, in that is in between is anything they adjudicate. Now remember in the old days if you had one out of 200 ballots that needed modification that was Average, you know, that was standard. Two, it started to get a little bit, but when it got to four, that means one out of 25 or one out of 50, when it got to four, right, one out of four, okay, that means if one out of 50 ballots had to be suspended and looked at, they would say the machines were broken. That's the old standard until 2020. 2020 and then tell and then in 2020 okay in 2020 it was in maricopa one out of eight now that tells you something's off the freaking roof something's totally wrong but here's the pickle you have the pre-image which is the actual image of the ballot You have a report that says, here's everything we modified. And then you have an after image of the ballot. So you can look at the ballot side by side. It says, this is how it was voted. This is how we counted it. Only two places in the United States, only two. Two out of 3,800 plus actually got that particular type of information. And it was in Maricopa County, which we needed and got for the audit. And it was for Fulton County, where we were working on an audit. And we got it as part of the suit. Other places in the United States didn't get that. Now, in that, you have pre, what happened, and post. And then there's a double version of it, which is no image, but a PDF text file or a spreadsheet, right? So you can't really compare a ballot to a ballot. So we get to the end. What Mike got and what people processed was a spreadsheet and a text or comma delineated file. For those of you who need to know what that is, you already know what it is, right? They got a big dump of data. And now people look at that data and they go, this looks like something's wrong. This looks like something's wrong. This looks like something wrong. Now, let me ask you a question. When somebody looks at a dump of data and it's only the after data, meaning exactly what the election officials said happened, then you're only going to get what they want you to see. Now pay attention because words matter, and if you only get what they want you to see, and you get all that data, okay, and you say, "Well, that looks like it's manipulated, right? It looks like it's uh, programmed in, right? It's a, it's a, it, it, it pids and pens and all this other stuff just making it happen." You got to ask yourself, would they give that to you? Well, the answer is no. Because see, which is really evidence? Hey, this looks irregular and we think a machine's controlling it or here is the ballot that went in, here is the ballot that came out and here's the freaking difference between the two. Get it? That's empirical evidence over statistical evidence. And so at basis here, Are we fighting this with provable evidence? I submit. This is the difference I come down on. I submit to you, unless you can show that ballot going in one way and being counted a different way. You got to show the ballot coming in marked by the hand of the person. And then you show it's changed. That's when you have a crime. Hey, judge, it went in this way. Here's the freaking ballot. Here's what the machine said it did. Here's how they counted it. It's wrong. Get it? But that's not the information that was obtained. That's not the information obtained in these third of the counties. And that's always been the heart of my beef. Because they literally just say, well, it was a boo boo. It's not real. You're crazy. It's a conspiracy because you can't prove it. Let's keep on.
3: 100% of one third of the counties in the United States and that, and the rest of them I'm sure were too. Well, anyway, so I'm going, wow, you can take all this evidence. And first we went to that. I went to the attorney generals. I went 100% of cast vote records that come right out of the machines. And this is like, if you miss a football game, it shows the order the votes came in. So if you had a football game and you've seen a replay and it was 10 to 10 in the second quarter, all of a sudden the third quarter, it's 10 to 7. You're going, that's weird. Well, we, we did a call out I did for my team to get the cast vote records under the Freedom of Information Act. We got one third of the United States in, 2020, in the 2020 election. And of those cast vote records, one, or 100% of them were computer manipulated.
6: Okay, again, Mike says they looked at the data the counties provide. Experts look at the data and the experts say, in my opinion, a computer manipulated this, which basically means a program. But at this point, it's still just theory. It's not fact. And this is why I keep on saying we keep losing Because it's not physical proof. And we have to work very, very, very hard on physical proof. Physical proof, here is the ballot that came in. Here's how it went through the system. Here is how they counted it. See, they changed it. That's proof. You got to show exactly when it happened. And so my issue has always been,
3: What constitutes proof? One hundred percent of one third of the counties in the United States and that and the rest of them, I'm sure were, too. Well, anyway, so I'm going, wow, you can take all this evidence. And first we went to the. I went to the attorney generals. I went to the I went to the president. I went to the president then because it had a gag order on the on the on the data, the cyber data. Well one of the biggest things then the lies came out and said, "These machines aren't online. That's impossible. They're not on the internet. Rubbish. They're all on the internet.
6: Okay, let's talk about this. I played for you. I played for you how the voting software companies get away with a lie by saying, We don't have machines that connect to the Internet. Remember, I told you that. Okay. now we know there's Internet something going on. But the way they get out of it. The way they get out of it is words. Listen again.
7: On Election Day in a precinct, are your machines hooked up to the Internet?
8: no not by not by any stretch we go through a number of uh, certifications government certifications and and the first one is at a federal level so those standards mandate that election systems such as ours are designed to work in a closed system air gapped no internet
6: okay ready now let's look at this they don't manufacture Machines. They don't manufacture machines. But he's lying. But again, go to the question.
7: On election day in a precinct, are your machines hooked up to the internet?
6: No. On election day, at the precinct, are your machines hooked up to the internet? Listen again.
7: On election day in a precinct, are your machines hooked up to the internet? On election day in a precinct,
6: are your machines hooked up to the internet? Number one, should it be during elections from the time they first start counting early votes and mail-in ballots all the way through to the final certification numbers, are any of the systems or software in any of that process viewable in any form or fashion over the Internet? Do you see how the question's different?
7: On election day in a precinct, are your machines hooked up to the Internet?
8: No, not by not by any stretch. We go. Through.
6: These these questions and these answers are carefully crafted, carefully crafted. If you were to go to his manual. And you read the manual for yourself. You will find out that it says, ready for this, get ready. As the county and the precinct, as the county and the precinct, you are responsible for connecting to your networks. So what's the first thing that happens there? They let themselves off the hook.
2: Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line
0: at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office.
6: You see how it happens? Well, let's say that the, the county or the precinct itself has an official that wants to see the results. Do you see them standing there at the precincts? No. I want to be able to see what comes in. How many people are voting? I want to understand it. The little tech guy goes, well, they say connect it to the our network. So, boom, I'm going to connect it to our network. Who has the connectivity? The preceding machine? The preceding software? or the network of the county. And when you hit the county's network, what does the county's network have by default? Connectivity. Do you understand how these words work?
7: On election day in a precinct, are your machines hooked up to the internet?
8: No, not by, not by any stretch. We go through a number of uh, certifications, government certifications, and and the first one is at a federal level. So those standards mandate that election systems, such as ours, are designed to work in a closed system, air-gapped, no internet.
6: Okay, we're going to talk about the second half of this. They're under federal mandate that their systems be air-gapped. Do we have federal elections? Yes or no. Do we have federal elections? Yes or no. We do not have federal elections. We have state elections that have, at times, federal options. But all of our elections are on the state level. 100% run by each state. Everything is state controlled. But see, you've been programmed to hear this word federal, federal, federal. Now listen to it when you understand the state has the connection. The county has the connection. Now listen to how he answered the question.
7: On election day in a precinct, are your machines hooked up to the internet?
8: No, not by, not by any stretch. We go through a number of uh, certifications, government certifications, and, and the first one is at a federal level. So those standards mandate that election systems, such as ours, are designed to work in a closed system, air-gapped, no
6: internet. Okay, number one. Yes, there's federalization in our elections. You got a book on it from me. But was it done legally? No, you have state elections. And when the manuals say, hey, at the county, if you want to be able to see the results, just plug it into your network. Who's really the perpetrator? See, every part of the way is designed to let these guys off the hook. Built into their contracts and everything else, the precincts and county are providing the connectivity that gets out there. It's not these guys. The federal, the federal stuff, right? The federal qualifications, says we got federal certifications, are voluntary. Now, when they're voluntary, and he talks about cyber stuff, what is always their excuse if something goes wrong? It was a boo-boo. It was just a quirk. It was a malfunction. Now, let me ask you a question. When you look at all this data and the dabble jump mix and the tums of the machine, they can just say it was a boo-boo. We don't know how it happened. But when you look at each ballot, you don't get a glitch before and after. Was that a boo-boo? Yeah. And then you go number two. Was it a boo-boo? Was it a boo-boo? And you just keep on doing it thousands of times. Pretty soon... The preponderance of evidence proves it wasn't a boo-boo. Do you get it? That's the difference in every bit of this.
3: Okay. Well, what, what bothered me the most is our own party, the, and I call them the uniparty Republicans, as we went back to these counties and states, and each, each time I got blocked. I'll give an example. We went.
6: Mike is 1 million percent correct. It is the GOP that 100% blocks any progress in any of this getting fixed. And it is the GOP that 100% blocks people learning the true facts. And oh, by the way, it is the GOP that puts out the words you have to use and supports this stuff. It's the machines. It's the machines. It's the machines.
3: That's GOP words. Do you trust the GOP? To uh, first one was Alabama, their uh, secretary of state named John Merrill. I went down there, I paid for his voter rolls, forty thousand dollars he charged me. And I said, John, look at your voter rolls here, 4,600 people voted that are over 110 years old. And he and he said, Well, Mike, we live pretty good here in Alabama. And I'm going, This seems funny. This is our this is our election.
6: So, Mike has just said look how many thousands of people you have over a hundred plus years old. He made a joke out of it. Very good. But at the same time, people supporting these programs will go out and say, do not work on the voter rolls because as soon as you take them off, they just put more on. So let me ask a question. If you had 4,000 voters over the age of 110, I'm just using it as an example, and you got rid of them, and you looked for them again the next time, and the 4,000 over 110 would back, you kind of have evidence, wouldn't you? If you cleaned it all out, and then you saw a bunch come on that were bad, you'd have evidence from here to here. But if you never clean them, here's what you've got. Well, it could be 20 or 30 years old, and you can't prove it because you don't know who worked there. But if you were to clean them lickety-split, boom, and you monitored it like you should, you instantly have evidence right then and there of who's inserting it. But yet, these guys go around to every county and tell you, don't worry about the voter rolls. We don't need to clean them because as soon as we clean them out, they just put more in. That's like saying, we're not going to worry about illegals. We're not going to round them up. Because if we do, they're just going to send more back in. So we might as well leave it open. Oh, by the way, that's a Biden administration policy. Sounds familiar, doesn't it?
3: Then we get to—I'll give you another example. Uh, so, uh, blockers. Cleburne County, Arkansas. They decided a year ago to go to paper ballots. All the other counties in Arkansas were going to follow suit. A guy, a Republican by the name of Kim Hammers, goes into the Senate, passes a bill really quick, and says, if you go to paper ballots in Arkansas, we defund your county.
6: That's the system extortion. In Arizona, remember, they ran out Liz Harris, said she was a grifter, said she was this. Everybody hopped on that bandwagon. She pointed out, wait, we got some odd real estate transactions. Look at this. They have a house, got 400000 of debt. It gets paid off. All of a sudden, they take out another loan. It gets paid off. They take out another loan. It gets paid off. And it's a couple of million dollars. And new debt canceled. New debt canceled. Where's that money coming from? Did Arizona rush to pass laws? Uh, For election integrity, no, but within a couple of weeks, did they pass a law? You can't look at any lawmakers' real estate holdings? This is all evidence of how bad the system is. And you look for these things.
3: Now, this doesn't even make sense. I'm going, why are are these guys blocking us from going to paper ballots hand-counted? Then you got the big, the big blockers. I call them the big two. Robin Voss up in Wisconsin. He does a full investigation into the Wisconsin audit by a guy named Michael Gabeman, the Supreme Court Justice. Full audit of the, of everything in Wisconsin. He comes out every, all this corruption, all this fraud. Robin Voss says, I can't do anything. Be careful what you find, Robin, unless, unless the court rules that there's fraud. A couple of months later, the Supreme Court of Wisconsin ruled that there was 100% fraud across Wisconsin in the 2020 election. You know what happened? Robin Voss did nothing. Absolutely nothing. He's the Speaker of the House in Wisconsin.
6: Yes, Robin Voss, bad guy, called it out a long time ago. But you understand the force tactic. You've heard this. We have to force change before. Well, behaviors are going to have to change. And this is one thing we're, going to, we're asking companies. Uh, you have to
3: force behaviors. And at BlackRock, we are forcing behaviors.
6: In elementary schools and junior highs and kindergartens and high schools, you better teach the trans agenda. You better teach pronouns. You better have these books in your library, or we're going to defund your lunch program. Now, you heard this one. If you go to counting ballots, physical ballots, we're going to defund the funding you run your elections with, which, by the way, they can't do. They'll threaten it. But if they actually went through with it and people got smart and let let it be defunded. They have now violated both state and federal law by not running the election. But nobody has the cojones to stand up to it. But that's how the system extorts all of these counties.
3: And by the way, we're trying to recall him right now. We have two weeks to get him recalled. We get we need all the signatures we can in Racing County, Wisconsin. We're not going to take it anymore. Please,
6: please, 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 please support Mike. Please, 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 please support Mike. All of you people in Racine County, you have to get Voss recalled. Everything comes down to you. Mike is 100% right. Everything is right. He's saying it. It comes down to you. And if you're in Racine County and you're not lifting a finger, You're allowing them to do it. You must support Mike
3: on this 100%. Then you go down to Georgia. Brad Rassenberger, the biggest blocker this country has ever seen, Okay, He he, down there, we had a primary a year and a half ago. A nice Democrat, three Democrats, this nice lady. Her and her husband got zero votes in her own precinct. Zero. They should have gave her two, and they said, I'm sorry, ma'am, the only one that loves you is your husband, but they gave her zero. And when they gave her zero, they had to look into the machines, and they said, okay, they did this in two days. Oh, we're sorry, it was a programming error. You really got 3,600 votes, and now you went from third to first place.
6: Oh, we're sorry, it was a programming error. And this is how they get away with it. Software glitch. It was a boo-boo. It didn't mean to happen. See, you have to have intent. You have to have intent. In software, right? And they say it was a glitch. They are foregoing intent. Hillary's email server. I didn't know. Oopsies, I didn't know I was supposed to have it on whatever server. See, that is how they get out of it. It's a glitch. And we all know that rat's ass burger is corrupt. We know it. But why can they say it was a glitch? Do you know why they can say it was a glitch? Because we're accepting only looking at digital data. Now, in the Georgia case, this particular one, they made a big boo-boo, her and her husband voting for herself. So there was no way they could cover it up. And so what they had to do, you got to understand the dynamics of this. They go, crap, we're screwed. How could we be so stupid as to not have this lady's vote and her husband votes. We're totally screwed. And it's the person who's running for the election. So she has primo standing. It's her. It affected her. She knows she voted. Her husband knows she voted. And logic in a court, they're going to believe they voted for themselves. You get it? So they got caught. So what did they do? And one day they came back. Oh, you're right. It was a programming glitch. You had thousands of votes. Now, why did they do that? Because they were new, they were caught. And so the only way they could backtrack it is say it's a glitch. But if it was to say, show me the ballot, and you had the physical ballot, and you saw the system not reporting it right, it's over 3,000 individual felonies because that physical paper not being reported right is a felony. You can't get a felony on a glitch, but if you had those 3,000-some-odd papers called the ballots, each one is a felony. Now, do you understand why they don't let you look
3: at the ballot? It was your husband, but they gave her zero. And when they gave her zero, they had to look into the machines and they said, OK, they did this in two days. Oh, we're sorry, it was a programming error. You really got 3,600 votes and now you went from third to first place. Another lady, three counties over, another Democrat. say This isn't a Democrat-Republican. This isn't a Democrat-Republican thing. This is a people thing. We need to have fair elections. Well, the, uh, three counties over, another Democrat, she got 4,600 votes but she wasn't on the ballot and she wasn't a write-in. So they opened up the machines again, Crooked Brad, and said, it's a programming error. Well Brad...
6: You're beginning to get my drift. They opened up the machine and said it was a programming error. However, if you looked at the physical ballots and it was a programming error, meaning she wasn't even there, and you show each time it occurred in the process, you have 4,000 individual instances of a felony. do you understand why they keep it to the machines? Because they can say it was an error. But when you get to the paper, it forces you to look at the people and the programs. That is why they say to stay away from the paper because they don't want anyone held accountable. They need plausible deniability. Plausible deniability is oops,
3: boo
7: boo.
3: Someone had to type this lady's name in, you know, just disgusting. But they, and then down in Georgia, but here's the
6: Mike said a very important thing somebody had to type this lady's name in. Our ballots come to all of us electronically when you're running your elections. Somebody would have had to put that person's name in. That means it's trackable 100% to the person who entered it. Now, here's the catch. Are you ready and are you paying attention? This is a local vote. 4,000 some odd votes for this lady who wasn't even running. Mike said it right. Somebody had to enter this person's name. You're right. But did you know the county doesn't program their ballot formats? That the voting systems company programs the ballot formats? Do you see just that one little that one little move takes it back upstream? But we always always, always get killed there because it's got to be the machines. When you only look at the machines, you think you have the answer. When you think the machine did it, you point to the machine. You don't look further. But when you realize machines don't do squat, It takes a person, people, or paper to do it. Now they're spinning my word saying, he says the paper changed the machines. That's not what I'm saying, but you get it? That one move right there, exposed for all to see, is traceable in forensics. But when you think in only machine terms, what you do is you do not run it to ground in an investigation. Because see, if you run it aground into an investigation and that very one, where was the ballot modified as it came in system? What did it say when it came in system and did it get modified before? When you understand your ballots, whoever it is, is sent to you pre-programmed. If that name was there when it arrived at the county, which is trackable, who did it? That's right. If it came to the county. And that name wasn't there, but from that to the county running the election, the name popped up. Who did it? At the county level, there's only a few people to look at. And you can actually see who accessed the system and did what. But are we doing that? No. Because it's the machine, it's the machines, it's the machines. It's the machines.
3: Good news. So we, I came out with a plan in August of this year. This is why I've been attacked now in my company, my pillow more than any time in history, because I came out with a plan to secure our elections and get to paper ballots, hand counted across our country.
6: Okay. I 100% agree on paper ballots and hand counting. And that sounds good. Paper ballots, hand counting. Paper ballots, hand counting. Okay, and I explained how this works, and I I, I took the time. I did a I did a program. Uh, I have a. Uh, what I call an autopsy series. And I autopsy this from a forensics level. And even if you had paper ballots, and even if you hand counted, you have to understand all the other systems that come into play because the system's already loaded and bloated. It's already loaded and bloated. So the question is, if you only focus on the machines and you get rid of the machines, do you fix it? I would suggest if you really want to understand how this works, just and you can just do it on this one. If you want to understand, does hand counting and paper ballots fix it? You need to just listen to this one program and follow the data. Is it a huge jump forward, yes. Will it secure our elections? That's where I have issues with it. Because if you really don't understand all of the touch points, we're only lulled into thinking we can fix this.
3: And what we have since then, two years ago, we went to all the counties in the country and we were blocked by people like Robin Voss and Crooked Brad and all these, and Kim Hammers and all these people. Now we're going back a second time, but here's what we're loaded for now that we have that we didn't have then. The RNC, yeah, they got a lot of problems, but one of the things that they did do when I ran for RNC chair last year, what came out of that, this August, the RNC passed a resolution, paper ballots, hand counted, same day voting, no early voting. Um,
6: Step back. Step back, just for a minute. Those are nice words. Let me see if I can hit it right on the timeline and replay it for you. Here, listen.
3: We didn't have that. The RNC, yeah, they got a lot of problems, but one of the things that they did do when I ran for RNC chair last year, what came out of that, this August, the RNC passed a resolution, paper ballots, hand counted, same day voting, no early voting. And by the way, anybody that tells you to vote early is.
6: Okay. So let's do a little bit of dissection. Use your fingers. By the way, have you shared this program yet? We only win by people understanding how this works, because you have to know how they do it in order to fix it. And Mike Lindell is an absolute hero. Absolute hero. But you also not have to take these things simply. You got to look at them factually. So let's listen to the words. The RNC passed a resolution. Let's look at it from this level. It says, we resolve as Republicans that we think this is how it should be done. Okay, let's look at elections. And, and this is part of my problem with the RNC or any of these things. They passed a resolution. We resolve, it should be, paper ballots, one-day elections. Now, let's think about elections. What are the parties in any election? You've got the Republicans, Democrats, independent. Green, weed party, tuna party, whale. You get what I'm saying? Does the RNC make decisions for everyone? Interesting question. It's a great talking point. and mike's a hell of a fighter keeping it out there keeping it in the news and talking he's he works his ass off but does the rnc
3: make the decision here's what we're loaded for now that we have that we didn't have then the rnc yeah they got a lot of problems but one of the things that they did do when i ran for rnc chair last year what came out of that this august the rnc passed a resolution paper ballots hand counted same day voting no early voting um and by the way anybody that tells you to vote early is wrong you vote same day i'm telling you that gets harder for them to cheat
6: mike and i 100 percent agree on this but what does the gop tell you they put people on the road telling you, you screwed up. You voted on election day and you told them you were going to vote on election day. And that's how they changed it in carry Lakes on election day. How stupid is that? They put somebody out there that you like because they do good work. And now all of a sudden that person's an election expert saying you screwed up because on election day. So they rigged election day because you told them No. It's all about what's called actionable intelligence. And when you have 30 days of voting, they got 29 days of you telling them how you voted and they know what they need underneath. And when the GOP tells you, bank your vote, all they did was change the words from early vote and mail-in vote. No, we're banker voting. We don't do that. I didn't have sexual relations with that woman. Wordsmithing. Gets us every time.
3: Um so we so we got they passed that resolution, same day voting pe- uh, precinct level, paper ballots hand counted, and signature required. So we have that.
6: Signature required. The signatures already required. signature required when you sign in when you sign the back of the ballot the affidavit yeah it's required oh you basically resolved to remind them the signature is required i just want to remind you and that moved the needle how
3: No, in our pocket when we go back to all these counties another thing we have you all need, you might not. These are things you're not going to see in the news. You're not going to see this on Fox News. You're not going to see this on any news, except for uh, the new platforms that have come up. And uh, anyway, Argentina, if you're all familiar with that, last summer, one judge made a ruling. She said, you know what, we got to get rid of these machines and go to paper ballots. They did it in four months. And they had an election, a beautiful election, and saved their country. <laughs> Taiwan. Taiwan.
6: Mike's right. If we get involved, and if we get serious, and if we have people that really want to fix it, yes, those countries want their freedom, and they've been through enough. They'll fight for their freedom. But in the United States, we're fat, happy, complacent, and controlled.
3: Did it save their country? Paper ballots, hand counted. Ecuador a couple of weeks ago, same thing. 51 countries have been taken by the computers and the countries have been lost. The last one being.
6: Question. Have 51 countries been taken by computers? Could you hold that up to evidence in court? Mike's a hero. Mike's an absolute hero. But see, I'm not talking about promotion. I'm not talking about salesmanship. I'm on the opposite end of the spectrum from Mike. Mike promotes, gets it out, gets people excited, keeps it going, keeps it in the news. That's not what I do. I go to the other end. Hard empirical evidence punishable under current laws. You do understand the differences between what we do. So I'm not at odds with Mike. I'm just on the opposite end of Mike. And when I say the opposite end, Mike's saying many things correct. I'm saying many things correct. Mike's keeping it in top of people's mind like it is. He's an absolute hero. I want to nail the son of a bitches in a court of law and get prosecutions. I don't want to keep on sticking a pacifier in people's mouths thinking something will happen and you got it taken care of. And that's the difference between what I do and what Mike does. And you got to understand that this is not about criticism. This is about where do you put your efforts? Now, if you build a team, if you build a team, that only talks machines and doesn't look deep. And that's all they do. And the RNC's involved or they're, they're GOP or they're infiltrated. You're not going to move the needle. It's going to sound nice. I don't want to move the needle. I want to fucking bury the needle and break it off. And there's a big difference. And the way you break the needle off is hard evidence, not promotion. Promotion gets people motivated, yes. But we're at the end game. We're at the end game. We have to fight this properly.
3: My good friend, President Barsanero in Brazil. I just talked to his son yesterday, and I'll tell you what. They are looking, the whole world is watching us to save our country with paper ballots, hand counting, and get rid of these machines. Um... Another thing we have came out of Georgia, and I'm talking fast because I want to get this all in, came out of Georgia that we've been waiting four years for a case against Crooked Brad Rassenberg in Georgia to come to fruition. The Democrats sued him to get rid of the machines in Georgia. If you're a Democrat in Georgia, good luck winning a race. They control the machines. Well, anyway, that Crooked Brad, they they waited, 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 finally this Obama appointed judge said, hey. They, you know what, these experts have been one of the few experts that have seen inside the machines. And they looked and they said, the judge said, you know what, we're going to move this case forward. They say there's problems and there's problems. And then she also said, if you question the machines, you're not a conspiracy theorist. So I got to take off my tinfoil hat on national TV, it was great. You know, yeah. they. Uh, that, that case went to court on January 9th, everybody, and you probably didn't hear about this. Alex Halderman, the cyber expert or the, the took in court with a ballpoint pen, hacked the machine in two minutes in front of the judge and flipped the whole election so they so what it did this case has opened up the door you know but you we have to spread the word about stuff like this
6: okay let's deal a, 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 with a little bit of this at a time Georgia courts are now opening up that's a good thing and that comes from promotion etc Mike great guy work in his ass off next you got to understand courts can only move the ball when they have hard evidence Halderman walking into the machine going
5: "Eh, eh,
6: and it wipes data or change something. That was a good demo. Pause. Let's go back. Halderman goes to court, goes to a machine, walks up to the machine, takes a pen, and it reboots something. Now, technically, it wasn't a hack. It was a reset. But let's just call it a hack. Let's just call it a hack. Is that okay? Let's just call it a hack. Now, let's go back. And let's look at... A million, a million voting machines. By the way, your mobile phone has reset, your laptop has reset, uh, your desktop has reset. So he used a pen and he went inking, and he reset the machine. Now, that proves that proves that the machines have vulnerabilities, have Achilles' hills. Is that correct? Yes. Did it technically change the votes? No. But you are seeing it took what? It took intent. The machine didn't do it by itself, did it? It took intent. Who had the intent? The machine? Or Halderman in a pen? Halderman, a person with a physical object, Exercised intent. Now that's provable in court. You ready? How many affidavits, how many affidavits across the country, choose your year, 2016, 2020, 2022, that a single poll watcher report? they saw someone going to the back of a voting machine of some sort and go, were there any? How many precincts, 175,000 precincts, choose your year, 2016, 2018, 2020, 2022, reported. Wow, our machines just lost the data. None. How many precincts out of 175,000 precincts Had any poll workers, any enforcement issue, anybody give a description, anybody call a mass occurrence anywhere across the country because you want to throw the votes, just choose one county. I don't care. Six precincts or six counties in this whole United States swing this whole election. And those six, did anybody say we saw a guy standing behind the machine with a little probing device and they kept on doing that? First off, the moral of the story is, yes, a person can do it and a person always does it. And it takes a person somewhere in the process. By the way, when he took his pen as a person and he pushed that button, what did he do? He reset the software, which in turn rebooted the machine. People, paper, and programs Always. And so, yes, we can have a great demonstration in court. And we know there are problems. But was that a problem we had? Was that a problem that's ever been reported? Was that a problem we have any affidavits or telemetry or occurrences of? No. Did it wake people up? Yes. Now, let me tell you one thing about Rats Asperger in Georgia. Ratzenberger has now agreed to do a full recount from the ballots. Let me say that again. Ratzenberger has agreed to do a full recount from the ballots. That's great, right? The way they're going to do the recount is not the paper ballot. They're going to pull the after image of the ballot and they're going to look at the after image and that's going to be their recount they're not going to look at the paper they're going to look at the after image you ready for the great collision of bullshit here When your experts say, I looked at the cast vote records and it's all manipulated and there it is and there it is and there it is and there it is. is. See it? It looks like a rhythm. When they only get the final result in a little bitty file and now Ratzenberger goes, okay, 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 okay. We're going to look at the ballots. We're going to recount them all. But they're going to give you the after image of the ballot which is only the physical image of the data they gave the guys that said, see that rhythm, see that PID? Is it going to change anything? Because what he really said is we're going to look at exactly what we said happened and we're going to look at the image that we already know reflect what we wanted to happen. Now, how can anybody dispute that when all these screwing experts Didn't know there were six versions and you got to look at the before, the middle and the after and none of them got it. And yet they're all going to look at the after and they're going to prove, oh, cast vote records. Hey, yeah, look at it. We got them in one third of the counties. You can look at it and it's true. And here it is. There's no changing of votes here. The ballots say exactly what the spreadsheet said. Do you get the conundrum we're in? Do you get the conundrum we're in? Because all of them told you, I oh, don't get away from the paper. That's a scam. It's a grift. See, yeah, it's a graft. That's a scam. And nobody goes back to the original ballot. and So they're all going to do this vaporware b crap.
3: Okay, you don't have, uh, the the media's not going to do it for you. The only way I can ever get the word out is if they attack me and attack me. I'm going, did you hear about this? Did you hear about this? And so now what we're doing, our plan is we're going to every county in the United States again. We're going around for the second time, but this time we're going to all these counties. Every county, almost every county in the United States can make up their own mind to go to paper ballots or not. Almost all of them can. Uh, Right now it's... Hampshire, teams up there, we have over 100.
6: Can I ask you a question? Let's say your county decides to go to paper ballots. Bear with me for a moment. Your county decides that they're going to go to hand-counting the paper ballots. They got it done. But as a security measure, as a security measure, they say, well, we got to be compliant. So in order to confirm your hand count, we're still going to scan them in and we're still going to use the EMS. Because we're going to cross confirm your hand count because that's our job. We got to confirm it. But all these people are going to hand count it. Will that fix it? It won't fix it if you didn't realize there's precedents, agreements, and rulings, and you got to understand who gets to benefit that. EMS is the election management system, the software they tell it. County says we're going to hand ballots and we're going to count it. But the county also says, well, we have a fiduciary duty to people, and so we're also going to scan it. And we're also going to put it into the election management software so we make sure your count counts. Whose number by law must the county accept or the judges accept? That's why I did digital autopsy. Number four, at FireAxe, if you're not a member of FireAxe, you better get your butt over there because I told you. They're been in saying the chat right now. Crap, Jovan, again, I thought I knew what a hand count meant. I was wrong again. Get ready. There's so much you have to learn about these words. And that's all I'm here. Dig deeper. Don't accept that on face value. You know how they skirt around.
3: 125 towns that are going to pay for ballots hand counted. A teams in South Dakota, this is yesterday in South Dakota. They went to the, the capital of South Dakota, Pierce, South Dakota. We hoped that the governor was there. Uh, that she had representatives there, Governor Christy Noem. South Dakota is leading the way. They have a clause in their in their state where you can get five percent of your county registered voters do a petition, and you automatically get an election within two months to get rid of the machines and go to paper ballots. South Dakota has 66 counties. They're all going to be c- completely machine-free with paper ballots and counting. We've got. As we go around this country, we have over 300,000 people. We have and I've told them all, we're all going to do this push at the end of March and early April, every single county. So they don't destroy us one county at a time. Every time we have a success like Cleburne County, the media and the, the uniparty Republicans come in and attack us. He's bought
6: and that's right. They get attacked and Mike's a hero and Mike's doing a good job and Mike's keeping it out there, right? And a lot of these places are going to say, we're going to do a hand count and we're going to go to paper ballot, but it's too close to the 2024 election. We can't do it. Somebody asked, Jovanna, I have a question. Did you threaten a lawsuit or do some other action in the beginning of the Arizona audit that was perceived as an attempt to sabotage the audit? No. At the beginning of the Arizona audit, what happened is Arizona had standing to dig into it. They had to choose their auditors. Everybody had to go through background checks and everything else. And Arizona came out and said, we're going to do a full forensic audit. It's the stupidest, most ignorant stuff in the world for people to say that, Joe on, tried to mark that name. No, of course crap. A full forensic audit includes looking at the ballots physical, 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 physical ballots and doing certain inspections of the ballots. When we get to doing the audit and we're expecting to get 2 million ballots, the senators in Arizona came out and said, ah, we're going to only look at a fraction of them. When you look at fractions, when you look at fractions, you can't see what really happened. As soon as I found that out, I let the lawmakers know, if you only want to look at a few ballots and not all of them, I will not participate. And the system said, great, we got Toban out. But I said, beware, because if you keep on pushing, you're not going to do them all. All I'm going to do is I'm going to let the public know that you conned them saying you'd look at every ballot. And now you want to look at a few. And the powers that be in Arizona said, screw you, Jovan, you have no say. And they came out and said they're going to do a fraction. I turned around and I told you because I promised you total transparency. And 60,000 phone calls and stuff went in to Arizona and said, horse crap, we own those ballots. We paid for this election, and we are going to look at every freaking ballot like you said. And Arizona called back and said, we're sorry, you're going to look at them all. And I said, great, then I'm in. Now, is that sabotage? If idiots want to make you believe that sabotage and I almost cost the audit, well, isn't that a spin of words? I said, you screw with the American people and you lie to them. And you let them think you're doing all of them and you do a small portion of them. I ain't participating in that shit. And I'm not putting my name on it. Because you're not going to find anything. Looking at a few. And so I'm out, screw you, it's not to my standard. I have standards. I called their bluff, they called my bluff, and we kicked their ass. So is that sabotage? You call it whatever you wanna call it. I call it protecting my fellow citizens.
3: Well, if we all do it at the same time, which we're gonna do, we are gonna win. We are going to save our country. I'm gonna give you I'm gonna give you because I'm not gonna have time to tell you the whole plan um, but it's a beautiful plan as we go to these uh, these people that want to keep the machines in these counties and say hey why would you want to keep these uh, well anything that comes out of their mouth we've got an answer for well the papers gonna cost more no it's ten times cheaper well our machines on the internet we have devices that show there are you got wireless monitor devices every single mach- every single
6: This is Mike's WMDs. It shows the devices are on the internet. Yes. Just not the companies who called out devices. They're the county's devices. And the county supplied the internet. By the way, that great little uh, device that's going to fly around and uh, find everything and call it out. That wonderful device, that wonderful device is the brainchild of, well, Mr. Montgomery. And Mike is into Mr. Montgomery for millions and millions. This guy has taken Mike for millions and millions and millions and millions and millions and millions and millions. I wish I could protect Mike, but hey. And yes, if you look at the narrative, the narrative is written in a way to be against me and what I stand for and do. And that's why they'll tell you, well, he almost sabotaged the audit. No, I didn't. I stood my ground for you.
3: One of these machines is online. If they say it's gonna, no, we've already tried it in the United States in Osage County, Missouri. We did it last year with our system. Democrats, Republicans working together, you got done the same time as the machines with 100% accuracy. So, here, so you guys could, you guys need, what we do is we need your help. I'm gonna do a call out now. These are calls to action, and here's the first one. You go to the app store and get my apps Mike Lindell Courage app, Frank Social app, Frank Speech app, where we get the word out, our Lindell TV that we have when Lou Dobbs came over now. Um, But the biggest thing you can.
6: I didn't know there were three apps. That was the first time I ever heard that Mike's got three apps there. So go download the apps. Go download the apps
3: can do is go to lindellplan.com learn what the plan is and get involved and if you want to help help with the with the resources we need resources that's the only thing that can stop us from securing our election and saving our country
6: so mike is a great hero i love mike lindell to death and patriots can disagree patriots can total disagree i'm transparent that's why I wouldn't do just a fractional piece of the Arizona audit. And I told them to go bite my hoo hoo. But you notice they won't challenge me head on. They won't come cook my goose. They won't come burn my bonds. They won't come light me up. But they'll say, oh, I that the grafter. He's really a leftist, blows on the right. He was in the loony bin. He's a Fed boy, he's a Mossad agent. Oh, it was kinematic artifact detection it was a graft. My personal, my personal belief is if people cannot and will not face it head on and have a discussion about it, then they're being insincere and they know they're wrong and they don't want to be exposed I, for one, am transparent. That's it. You've got the story. I love you all. Share this program. Don't forget, I'm jumping over to Locals Next. Hopefully, I gave you a lot of information today that made a difference in your life. Love you all. Share this now.
1: Most people are afraid to stand up and speak out, but not you. You've been learning how to tell the system to cut the crap. What can I do to help save the America I love? And the answer is learn how to fight back and tell the system to cut the crap. Cut the crap's not just a radio program. It's a movement, the right kind of movement, which breaks free the conservative constipation and reminds you that you are the majority. And we're just not going to take it anymore. Make sure you're following Joe Bond Hunt and Pulitzer on all social media
6: watching for voter suppression. That's so 60 years ago, but hey, groovy, man. Or you can choose to open your eyes. We've been fighting the same voting rights and integrity crap for over 60 years. The only thing that has changed is now they totally control our elections and technology makes it easier for them. We've been taught to spend our time looking here when we really should be looking here And here. And here. Watching for voter intimidation? Watch what happened at polling places? Yeah, right. Would you even know an election hack if you saw one? We all know the government tactic of, hey, look over here, folks, when the deception really takes place over here. The GOP brags about 80,000 poll watchers. Again, groovy, man. But so 60 years ago, the problem is we have 175,141 voting precincts. That's an average of one single poll watcher, not even at half of the places people can vote. Not too groovy, is it? Change with the time, folks. Time for a technology and knowledge base upgrade. Quit falling for falling short. Stand up. Stand out and become an election integrity expert. Your county, not country, your county needs you. You have to upgrade to stay ahead. While you're busy challenging an individual voter, the system is stealing and compromising every Re-vote. Remember this quote? I did not see evidence of fraud that would have
0: affected the outcome uh, of the election.
6: Yeah, it's because you keep looking for that one-off bad voter. Or, you can save your country and take on the whole corrupt system. Become an election integrity expert. It is everything the system, the deep state, and the uniparty does not want you to know. America is burning down right before our eyes. Grab a fire axe and join the firefight. FireAxe.Academy is an audio and visual-based online training program which will transform you into a real election integrity expert. Learn hundreds of ways our elections are rigged, broken, undermined, and stolen right under our noses. But you can't fix what you have no idea is broken. Being blind and ignorant is exactly what the system wants. Fight the system, break the system, become a fire axe and cut through the crap. Or if we keep pulling ourselves looking here, then there is no way we can stop ourselves from arriving here. You don't need a 60-year-old black and white TV set to see clearly in black and white how our elections are rigged and stolen. Join the fight to save America. Sign up for fireaxe.academy today. Time
5: is running out fireact.academy